The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Peace Show. Yeah, you guys, I am so pumped about my guest today that I actually wrote a little poem to introduce my guest today. Are you ready? Husband, dad, entrepreneur, CEO, this man can do it all. And if you need the most badass lockers, well, this is who you gotta call. He believes working hard and giving back is a must. While writing chore lists for his wife was a total bust. Married to Stephanie, we love them both so. They are loving, supportive, real, side piece favorites. There's no place with them I wouldn't go. No, really, you too. Like, I'll go with you anywhere. Take me. Thank you. Okay, so you guys, can you guess who it is? Well, if you can't guess... I ain't going to tell you. I guess you just have to stay tuned. And now it's time for Side Stealers of the Week. Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Now I have a serious question for you. Can the many, many personalities of Lexi be a side stealer? Like Devil Lexi, Creepy Burnless Lexi, I'll eat your lamb chops while stepping in your dirt pile, Lexi. Put your nipples away, Lexi. Clearly, I need to get to work and make the what makes up a side stealer rule book. But I would greatly love a hell yay or nay from you if all of those could count as a side stealer. Zuh. Side stealers. Many personalities. Potomac. The husbander. AKA Chris, Candace's husband slash manager. I love Chris. I think he is so freaking sweet. And he can make you a five course meal and get you a record label signing deal. Think that makes him a gentleman in the streets and a freak in the kitchen? Okay. <laughs> I fail for that one. But Chris definitely wins. Side Stealer of the Week, Shaz, The Vagina Tube. Um, what in the actual what, what? I'm so grossed out by it, yet oddly so intrigued. I'm just super proud of Gigi for handing out contraptions girls can use to pee in while stuck in an RV on the road instead of deadly knives that could chop someone's face off. But really, a vagina tube. Can we talk about this some more? And where do I find one ASAP? And that wraps up my Side Stealers of the Week. But what else is hot and happening in Bravo World? Potomac. Now, I'm not one to pick and choose a favorite show over others. That's like choosing one of your favorite kids over the other. Which, you know, we all secretly do. But... Let me tell you, I freaking love Potomac. They are so crazy and shady, like shady as hell and crazy and shady. They definitely make top of my list. 
And speaking of crazy, is it totally nuts? Ashley, her water is breaking. She's about to have a baby. Literally at the same time, the rest of the ladies are doing fireball shots and talking about threesomes and rejuvenating your vag. Coincidence? I think not. This is why I love Potomac. Shaws. And now, um, hello, can we please talk about married? Yes, married MJ sending a video, like naked boobs shaking out to Mike, Shervin, and Nima. Did you guys catch this? So she sends a video, boobs out, jiggling all over the place to the guys, Mike, Shervin, and Nima, and she said a few other people because she was mad at Tommy. Okay, I'm sorry. Is this what we do when we get mad at our spouse? I mean, when I get mad at my husband, I don't leave his coffee cup out or like purposely fold his laundry the way he doesn't like it, but like naked boo videos to other dudes? I really do wonder, is that really in Reza's etiquette book? MJ. You need to check that. Below deck, sailing yacht. Did I mention Lexi is a psycho? Lexi is a psycho and uh, Lexi is a psycho. And that wraps up all the hotness happening in Bravo. You guys, have I told you lately that I love you? Thank you for all of your amazing, freaking awesome support you guys, it's just so awesome. Your reviews, subscribing, listening, you guys listening and telling me that you love it and you love the guests and like it's a little break from crazy life. That just makes me so happy. I can't thank you guys enough. And thank you for telling all of your friends to listen and subscribe and to write the most awesome reviews ever about how much you love me inside piece. That'd be awesome. Thank you again for all your love, all your support so we can celebrate the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. You guys, thank you again for everything. My guest today, are you ready? I know you've waited long enough in case you haven't figured it out. This super dad, Superman, CEO of Holman Inc., and CEO of his house-ish. Yes, it's Hot Stephanie's totally awesome other half, Travis Holman! All right, you guys, we cannot have the beautiful blonde bombshell that we love so much on Real Housewives of Dallas without... The bombshell next to her. Yes, you guys, it is the one, the only, the one we love. One of the greatest house husbands, Travis Holman. <laughs> What's up? How are you? Fantastic. We're on vacation. This is my parents in Oregon. And, you know, it's always great when it's my parents and wife's like going, oh, my God, do we have to stay there longer because it's not her parents? <laughs> <laughs> And then when we're up and up visiting her parents, same thing. She just loves it. I'm like, do we have to stay here longer? But, right. you know, it's one of those things. I think her family's great, but I'm like, oh, my God, your family has is dysfunctional. And she's like, oh, my God, your family's dysfunctional. So we <laughs> kind of agree that both families are dysfunctional, but we're kind of used to our own family. So it's good. Where do you cap it at? Like, OK, I'm not staying longer than X amount of days. 
she gets really screwed in that because she's got to stay. I mean, I haven't seen my parents for a year, so we're up here for a week. Oh my gosh, and a year? Oh, because of COVID and everything. The COVID, yeah. So she gets totally screwed in this thing. Her her parents come down, I see them for a day or two, or we go up there for a day or two. So I never have to really spend a ton of time. I mean, I love her. Her parents are great, but right. you know, it's it's tough when it's not your parents. Right. You know? It's in-laws. Yeah. They're like good and it's small in-laws. It's tough. Okay, so listen, I have like how the whole Stephanie thing, but I want to know, as someone who watches a show, loves a show, how is it being on a freaking reality TV show? You know, I, it's been really easy. Stephanie has been great. Andy Cohen didn't think she'd make it after the first season because she was no. just too nice. Yeah, he said, I mean, that was the talk. She's just too nice. He's like, her ratings for people, they rate everybody where they sit. And her ratings have always been either the high, well, pretty much the highest or top two. Um, so people seem to like that she's nice, but she's really nice all the time. So that's been easy. It hasn't caused us any problems. Business, family has been great on it. But it's, you know, it's it's reality, but it's not all real. You know, right. they kind of make it look like that. So there's, you know, they ask you to say some things, do some things. And Stephanie and I have taken the approach not to do any of this stuff they really ask you to do. And I, so I think it's been pretty easy for us. It's hard to stay out of trouble. It's hard to not say anything stupid. You know, they can only give you what you, what you give them. I mean, right. you know, them stupid and they're going to make it look stupid. I stupid. mean, you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. So, but so I think it's been pretty easy. You know, they haven't, the housewives of Dallas, they haven't put the husbands in a lot. Mm-mm. It hasn't been a really husband heavy show. I don't know why um, during COVID we didn't film with anybody at all ever until the very last when we were at South Fork Ranch was the first time right. I'd even met you know Tiffany's husband I had ever seen him we'd never oh my seen gosh him. really on yeah. the ranch was the first time first time any of the husbands got together with anybody and then we filmed a lot with our wives as with Stephanie we had this gorgeous picnic and and some stuff and you know they so you, we film about about 75 percent of the stuff they film you never see that's crazy. And you never know what's going to come on out. Yeah, this year was really odd because of COVID. We didn't see the husbands weren't involved at all in anything, which is good by me because, like, you know, not involved, you can't get in trouble. And with now, it's like stay away, stay away from the everything. Percentage is decreasing that I can do something stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Bravo and COVID. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, and if you had to choose, would you prefer not to be on camera? You no, know, no, it's it's kind of fun. I mean, honestly, you know, it's it's fun in a way. Um, I kind of like where it's sitting right now, where, you know, I'm on every maybe third episode, fourth episode for a little bit, but it's kind of fun. You know, you're going to die and be part of a little bit of pop culture, that right, tiny right. Thing, which is you know kind of neat. I never thought we'd be doing this. I didn't think it would. I've been in the TV business before. It took me like four years to sell a show. When they started filming this in the beginning, I just laughed. I'm like, yeah, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> and then they, you know, they told us it was Real Housewives like two weeks before they brought it on air. So we had no idea it was, it was Real Housewives. Are you kidding me? So they come to you and they're like, let's do a show making in Dallas. Did they say it was about Housewives though? No. Well, what happened? Okay. So what happened was, gosh, a long time ago, um, they came up and they had, they were going to do the Real Housewives of Dallas, but it was going to be um, Housewives and Gay Couples. Okay. And that was the concept. This was 10 years, eight, nine years ago. Oh my gosh. And so they came in and they couldn't get the right formula of people. So they're filming, they're filming. So then they asked, uh, actually they asked me, do you know some people? And um, 
you know, some singles. And I said, yeah. And so a guy named Matt Norgren and all those people I called Matt and he came on out and that's the show that became, what was it? Dating in Dallas. Oh I my gosh. With Courtney and, da- yeah, and Courtney Matt. and those, that whole group came from my inviting Matt and he invited all those other people to come on out to Kenichi at the time. And they filmed at Kenichi, this Japanese restaurant in, then they went that direction. So that's where that show first show ended up. Are you serious? I totally remember that show. And then one of them got a spinoff, but that didn't go anywhere. I see. We see her every once in a while. She's a, she's a very sweet person. She's a great oh, person. Corny. Yeah, she's she's engaged to Kyle. It's this guy named Kyle now that's a really nice guy. And I think he's doing really well. But, um, this, though. But that came from there. So when they came for the second show, I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, we've been down this before. And so it was like, can I do it? I'm like. You can do whatever you want. I mean, we're married, but I'm not your boss. Then she got in. She got one of her friends called her. She brought Brandy in. Her and Brandy kind of went in together as a team. And, you know, then they started filming. And I still didn't think it was going to happen. Until they put it on, I didn't think it was going to happen. Until they said it was the Housewives, I didn't think it was going to go on TV. I was like, it was coming closer to the day where they said they're going to put it on. But, like, no, it's not going to make it. Are you kidding? So did Stephanie bring anyone else besides Brandy? Or Bravo brought all the rest of the girls? Stephanie's only brought Brandy and it's kind of her philosophy. She doesn't want to put that on top of her. Stephanie's got a really thing. She loves to, she loves people. She loves to help people. I think she'd be first of this just me talking. I think she'd be scared bringing somebody to the show that didn't make it. And then she'd feel bad that she right. did that. Right. And she's never brought, she's never given them a name the whole time that this show's been going. So that's why everybody's come, you know, everybody brings them in. But sometimes that backfires on you. You had, you know, Carrie Duber on and she brought, you know, the other Carrie on and, and they switched Carrie's out. I mean, right. You know, that didn't help Carrie Duber out. Right. So Stephanie just kind of stays down the middle and um, she, we, we, I, we tell, we say she stays in Switzerland. She's always in Switzerland. She's always <laughs> neutral. And I feel yeah. like Stephanie neutral. is one that's like you said, she's just so nice. She carries the weight of the world, like on her shoulder. She wears her heart on her sleeve where some she, other people don't care as much right this is why everybody freaking loves stephanie i mean i'll talk to people and they're like stephanie 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 and then they're like dude we love stephanie you have to get travis i mean there is no way that like the housewives franchise doesn't exist without like you guys everyone just loves you guys across the board well she she's just like that though i mean you know we don't we, we get along pretty well but and you know the big things that happen during the show is people come up and talk to you, whatever. Like especially at dinners and stuff. And she will. I'll say this out loud. She get more people talking to her, but she talks to everybody. We'll be in the middle of our wedding anniversary dinner, and she up with pictures right in the middle of dinner. And we we went out one time, and I don't think she sat down for more than two or three minutes all night at a time. And it was just a her and I dinner. But she will, and not you know I'm like just tell them to stop. Not now. She'll never do it. She's gonna. Yeah. How is that for you? You're like, dude, it's our anniversary. I just want my wife for a second. Yeah, it's gets, we get, I mean, we, I've been frustrated. We've gotten little arguments over that, but, you know, and then she'll say, you know, this is only a short time thing. You know, this thing is going to end and people never ask me to, for a picture again, which is true. It's really strange. Reality TV is really strange being on, on the show because when the show's airing, everybody's coming up to you and talking to you. In like two weeks after the last airing date, people it goes down by at least 50 60 percent people really? want to talk i believe probably when you get off the show you know it just kind of goes away is what i would think happens because it's kind of like out of sight out of mind it's it's very strange 
Because you think oh. it'd be constant, but it's not constant at all. It's just when the show's on, everybody's involved. When the show's off, nobody's involved. And with reality TV, the other crazy thing is people think that they know us really well. Like, oh, you know, this has happened. I was walking through the airport one time with my bag, talking on the phone. Someone took a picture. There's a blonde girl next to me. I get in the thing. I get a, two minutes later, I get an email from, or call from Stephanie saying, who's the blonde you're with? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, and she sent me this picture. I go, I don't know. I'm walking through the airport. And I'm like, here. And I put her on FaceTime. I'm like, here's everybody sitting next to me. But so they think they, they're always trying to start things in your life. Uh, people, you have no idea who they are. I mean, it's just, it happens all the time. So all these rumors that come out about all of us is, I'm just laughing because I'm like, the other day was six months ago was some girl at a bar and I'm watching the bar sitting next to my friend watching the stars play a year ago. And I'm like, that, that's before COVID. And the girl sitting next to me is not even looking at me. And, you know, and, but everybody's always trying to start things, get involved in your personal business because you think it's reality TV and they've got you all figured out. And stuff. Do you think that's the hardest part of doing the show? Oh, for sure. I mean, I always laugh. You couldn't get away with anything. I mean, within, if I went, I, I've gone to Starbucks with three girls that work for me and four of us got coffee together. And that picture shows up on Instagram, private message that I'm out with three girls. I'm like, it's a Tuesday at 830 in the morning. I mean, they, they'll work with me. I mean, it's. You so know. are you like constantly kind of looking over your shoulder? I don't do anything. So, yeah. you know, if it comes through, you got to have a real story to make it, to make it go. Right. There's no real story on me. I mean, there's, there's nothing there. So, so is that tough for Stephanie when she's like, all of a sudden I'm getting freaking pictures of my husband at a bar or at a airport with a blonde and she knows it's not true, but she doesn't like that. The rumors start out there. Right. And just like, you know, you got to be careful. Everybody sits I'm like, I'm sitting at a bar watching a game. I can't tell who's sitting next to me. You just kind of deal with it, I guess. You've been on for so long. Has it gotten any easier? Or is it just like, it's worse because people, more people know you? It all just gets worse and worse social media stuff, yeah. And social media is so negative in a lot of ways, you know, and you got to be so careful everything you say, you do, or even post. Right. That's, I think, the hardest thing. Okay, so you guys starting the show as husband and wife, where are you now as like husband and wife, a couple, from when you started to now six seasons deep? Um, I think we're better off than we were. She makes her own money now, which is great. Yeah. She likes what she's doing, which is great. She likes the platform that we've that they've kind of given her is great. She's, you know, she's been able to do some really cool stuff and she's really been able to use it to help people out. If she does a speaking engagement, which she's done, she gives all the money back to charities and she's oh. done a lot of good things. I mean, She's done a really a lot of good stuff, and um, but it allows us to get out there and have a little bit more power, get the message out. The stuff we're doing at Holman for all of our outreach stuff is really interesting. We've got pro athletes now involved, um, helping us rebuild schools and rebuild communities, and you know we're even talking to some. You know, who knows? Maybe there's a you know future TV show in there. We don't know, we're, but we're talking about some things and. And just the platform allows you to get out to people and really help and, and create awareness and, and, and do some things. You know, all the other girls, I think, are start, have started businesses and everything. We decided first season not to do that, just grow our brand and see what we could do to help people. Holman's, my companies, you know, we're fine financially. So we're, 
her whole thing is helping people out and growing her brand so she can help more people. And that's really what we're trying to do. And I think we're, you know, we just mentioned uh, new school is going to get a whole new Riverside, California is getting a whole new locker room, but because of probably because of the show, because it was a big deal because of the show and because of the power she has uh, and local businessman is going to match our donation, which is usually about 200,000 bucks to help with the school also. But the same thing happened on our last one, Flint, Michigan, we went in and, and we got a million dollar gift from a donor to help out repair the school and reduce some things. But that's, I think a lot of that's based on the show and the platform she's been given and the opportunities that that provides. So it's, that's the most positive thing that's coming out of it. And, and doing those things together helps her as my relationship because we're doing something positive together and it's just not me at work and her at home. And, you know, we have right. something kind of working together to, to do. So it's nice. That's amazing. Cause you know, they're always like, Oh, the kiss of death, right. From your relationship, you want a real reality TV and then your relationship is going to go and stay. Yeah. So you feel like it's just gotten stronger. I think it's gotten better. Yeah. Either you sink or swim out here, because like I said, you know, if you're one of those guys running around on your wife, they're going to find out in about two seconds. Right. If you say anything bad about each other, people blow that up. So you, you kind of got to be really nice to each other. Right. And live pretty clean. You know, you can't go out and get too drunk at a, at a, at a bar and, and, you know, say anything terrible or whatever. You know, you just can't do all those things. So, right. It kind of, and I think either you do it you go this direction that we've gone or you just go the other direction and it blows up. Right. Right. I don't think there's any middle ground. You're not going out to nightclub with all your buddies anymore, dancing all over the place and putting yourself in a bad position because you can't put yourself in a bad position. Cause someone's right. watching. Cause someone's watching and, and, and it might be innocent, but you, you know, Tiger Woods did one of my favorite things. You always got to put yourself in a position to win. Sure. So sure. in life, if you're putting yourself in good positions, you'll, and it's good if you put yourself in bad positions, which for the show, I'd go out with my buddies. We go, you know, drink and we get bottle service and, you know, nothing would happen. Nothing totally. would happen, but it wasn't right. putting yourself in a good position. And with the show, you have to either go one way or the other because too many eyeballs on you. How is it yeah. watching yourself back on? Do you, do you watch every episode? I have before this year. I didn't see any of them this year. For some reason, this season, Stephanie didn't want to watch any of them with anybody besides herself. So she watched them all, I believe. And I didn't, I think I saw one, I think I saw the first episode, but I've not seen them. But yeah, you, I mean, you're like anybody who's like, you're like, oh, I look fat or oh, I, did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I said that. Oh, I should have gone, got a haircut or here's wax or something. Who knows what it is? <laughs> I'm critiquing yourself. <laughs> you critique yourself all the time. <gasps> you know, for a guy with my body style, you know, and the camera adding 10 pounds doesn't help. <laughs> it just doesn't Shut help. Up. It, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Listen, I'd rather that than the ears wax and we see your ear hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried it. I got to react. Especially you get on 52, man. Hair starts growing out of everything. You're like, oh my God, this is terrible. Why do you uh, think she wanted to, Stephanie wanted to watch the episodes by herself? I don't know. I, it was a, I think it was a very strange year for her. I don't know why, honestly. I mean, I don't know how she turned out this year. I, I really don't know. I didn't see it. I think COVID and there was some odd dynamics. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, if they come back, they're talking about, I think they're always talking about a cash shakeup. I think right, right. good. 
I don't know who it needs to be. I mean, I, you know, I like everybody that's on there. You know, the only person I don't know very well at all is Tiffany, just because it was COVID and never right. saw her. I mean, it was just, you know, Stephanie knows her, but obviously I don't, you know, I saw her, I saw her at the last, at the last shoot of the last day of the last end of the season. I, I mean, she came over to my house when they packed up the RV, but, you know, we helped unpack the bags and, you know, I, I was just kind of a, uh, a laborer at that point in time and I wasn't on camera I wasn't mic or anything so right just right. said hi to her but yeah That's but other than that everybody I've you know we, seems very nice you get along with the other women yeah I mean you like them I like them I think there's you know they're a little <laughs> I think I asked one <laughs> yeah. by far uh, I think there's you know there's always a little crazy here and there and some things and and um you know Stephanie's uh I think easily, you know, she's just nice. Yeah. yeah. She's so nice, Travis. Like so nice. How is it for you? A knowing just in general, except how nice she is, but two, that's your wife. And then seeing other women kind of come for her and, and kind of be nasty to her. Is that hard for you? You know, no, because she handles herself. Well, I, I will say this honestly, and, and I hope this doesn't get hurt. Her, she doesn't get mad at me, but she understands the way this whole thing is played probably better than anybody else. Yeah. Even in season one, her deal was Travis, they can only put on tape what you give them. Right. You know, and sometimes they can put on tape different things. Like this year, she said they put on, I didn't watch it, but she said a comment about me, but it was done on a different taping section and they've used her voiceover on a deal. And she called up the thing and you said, you can't do that. It's not where that was set. And what, what they did was she gave me this massage, which she thought was hilarious. And she put peanut butter on my back, all sorts of, I mean, it was just, you know, she's yeah, always trying to be funny and yeah. I don't think they showed it. Maybe they did, but, um, and she said a couple things that, you know, were funny in that situation, but they took them out of context. But Besides that, if your lips are moving and it's saying what it's saying, you know, you can get it. She understood that from day one. So she's never, one of the key t- times were um, when Leanne Lockett came into our house uh, dressed as Two-Face. Halloween. And I was pissed. I mean, I'm just like, just so disrespectful. I wanted to throw her out. I mean, and it wasn't even the camera. It was just get her out the hell out of my house. Right. That's just do that. You don't come into someone's house like that. And Stephanie just came, pulled me aside. She said, relax, go over there. All it's going to do is make her look bad if I don't react. Right. And I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, I'm sure, sure as hell the show came out. Land looked terrible. Right. Stephanie won the thing by just being nice. Right. And if I would have thrown her out, I would have been the, the jerk husband that threw mm-hmm. Leanne Locken out. And she was right. But she understood it. She's understood it since day one. And, and so she's, I think she's really good at and what she does with this show, she just kind of knows how it goes down and she playing reads people game. really well. And she's right. playing in the game and it's a game. If people watching the show doesn't, don't think it's a game, it's a game. Cause they'll tell you, you know, they'll be on one of those little adventures somewhere and they're going to wait till somebody fights. And at one point in time, the girls start to get tired at the end of the night. And one of the girls says, let's get this over with, you know, we want to go to bed. And so they'll, they'll start an argument over something. And um, that's just how they shoot those those shows. You know, they need the drama. Right. And they're going to put enough screen time on until they get the drama. I mean, it's some point in time, someone's got to do something. Screen time or alcohol. 
screen time or alcohol. That's what, that's why they're always drinking too. And it's, that's done on production. They want, they need that, that spice and that's right. how they, they're going to get it. I mean, they're doing the show. They understand what they're doing. They, right. girls they put on the show are not friends when they put them on the show and they bring people in from different backgrounds or whatever. And then they kind of feed them to each other, <laughs> see, see, see who eats who right. you know, type of thing. That's crazy. But, um, I was talking to somebody, uh, one of the housewives, Tamara, somebody from OC. And she's like, I knew going in, it was like business. It's a game. You can't go and be yourself and have fun. Like you have to watch like the steps and like the chess game, right? It's like a game and you have to play it. And if you don't play it, you're not going to win. It's almost like a drug to these girls a little bit that I think it's hard to get away from. It's, you know, yeah. we see it all the time with, especially with housewives, real parent, they'll get, someone will get, get thrown off a show and then they want to be friends of and stuff. And it's like, why are you doing that? Right. If right. you're off, leave. I mean, I'll tell you, Stephanie's not going to, if she comes back or not, I don't know this year, but she's not going to come back as a friend of. Right. You, she's either on or off. She's either being paid or she's gone. I mean, there's right. no middle ground, but it's, I think it's hard to do for a lot of people. And I think it'll be hard to do when it happens to her. It's going to happen to her maybe this year, maybe next year. Maybe, you know, maybe she doesn't want to come back this year. I don't know. Um, I know she's got feelings both ways on it. She loves what she's doing, but, you know, she's also kind of, I think she's okay either way, but you know, we'll see what happens. And the craziest thing about, it, you don't know until if they come back, you know, I see all these blogs, everybody, you know, so-and-so's coming back. So-and-so. Honestly, what they do, and I think it's interesting business practices, they just send contracts out okay. and whoever gets one, gets one, whoever doesn't, doesn't, they'll happen the same day. That's how That's you find out. You don't, they never call you and tell you, they never do anything. You just either get a contract or you don't get a contract. The only way to find out if the contracts came out is the girls start talking and you're looking in the mail to find out if you got one or not. Yeah. I think it's an interesting business way. It's something that as a business person, I would never do, but that's how they do it. So all the speculation about what's happening this year is speculation at this point until the mail comes and no one's the mail hasn't come yet. That is insane. That doesn't mean you're getting on either. It just means they, they're talking, trying to figure it out. Yeah. I just talked to Bronwyn from OC and she's like, the producers called me and asked if I was vaccinated. And I'm like, Oh, well, they're asking me if I'm vaccinated. That means I must be on. And then she's like, nothing came in the mail. Yeah. But that's how it goes. Everybody. I, I just laugh. I'm like, you know, cause I'm, you know, a couple of the girls are like, yeah, we're back on the bloggers. I'm like, no one knows that. Right. Now they call now Stephanie, but bunch of questions and they'll pick in how they do it. Hey, would you come on? If so-and-so was not, would you come on? If so-and-so was not, would you, do you want to do it next year? Do you want to, they'll ask the questions, but they're never going to tell you whether you're, they're asking the other girls the same questions. Hey. You're going to come on if Stephanie's not there. You're going to do that. You know, you know, they're asking the same questions to everybody. You never know until contracts arrive. And, and the bad part about that is you only find out through the other girls and it's kind of a thing. So I wish they would call and tell people and just say, like, hey, I got cool. my contract. That's what it is. I got right. my contract. Uh, haven't got mine yet. You know, and then. You know, that's either you get it or you don't. So it's you an know, interesting thing. It's so crazy too, because she's so nice. And I feel like, I think I was telling Carrie, I was like, I feel like this, this last season was the craziest one with all of the, I mean, Leanne obviously had a lot of drama that she started, but I feel like with Tiffany and Cam and, you know, then Carrie and the divorce and this and that. And then obviously everything with Brian and, brandy and it's just like i feel like there was so much madness this last season yeah there was a lot of madness this last season and a lot of it was i mean the, the 
Tiffany Kim thing, I just still don't understand. I didn't see it, but but I, you know, was Tiffany didn't want it started with Cameron didn't want to eat chicken feet. I mean, I don't get it either. Travis. I'm not eating chicken feet. Yeah, doesn't mean I'm anti Asian. I'm just not eating chicken feet. I'm not. That's right. not what. It's not me. Right. Not a chicken foot eater. I mean, just I just never had it. Maybe I'd love it. But <laughs> I'm not. There's right. certain things I'm not going to try anyway. Right. You know? How is it though? <laughs> like. I know you're so close with Brian and Brandy. How is that going through all they're going through for you? So I know you're like best friends with them. And like you said, like if you're out, like I don't put myself in situations that could cause me not to win. So yeah. how is that for you? Cause you're so well, close with them. You know, I wasn't on that trip with him when that thing came out. I think that, you know, Brian might put himself in worse positions than I do normally. You know, I don't know what happened happened there I've, I've asked him if anything happened he said that was all that happened that night that's what he told me right um but you know it's, it still looks really bad and but also in this thing every it's so public that you just kind of got to let them they're doing fine if oh, okay. they're doing great they just bought a new house she's happy he's happy they're you know certain couples now if that happened to stephanie and i stephanie and i would not take it as well and you know that might be the end of our relationship but you know, they've been together since they were 13 years old. They're, they're, they're happy right now. And, you know, you got to let everybody do their own. Right. Do their own thing. I mean. Yeah. I know. Like you were saying, it's just like put yourself in good situations where stuff like that can't happen anyway. And it, and someone's always watching. Right. He told, he told me, according to him, the girl came up and kind of was this, that. Now, now, I saw the video, too. But he said this girl just kept coming up and coming up to him. And people kept having their phone on. And even when the picture was taken, I guess he was really messed up. Uh, one of the people with him went and said, listen, you got to erase it off your phone. And erase it off one person's phone, but I guess didn't get the other phone or whatever. And, you know, so he knew it. The picture got taken. And then he said he got freaked out and got out of there. But, um, you know, he still put himself in a bad position. Yeah. At least they're better now. And, like, yeah. you know, that's what counts. I mean, they just had the new baby and it comes out. And, oh, my, like, that was just... Oh, the new baby. That was, that was crazy. Yeah. They didn't, she didn't think she'd get pregnant. That happened. Were you There's, guys just like, what in the hell is going on? Well, she went to the, she went to the, uh, her lady doctor and lady doctor, they just went for a checkup. She's like, yeah, you want to see the ultrasound? Brandy's like, what are you talking about? Well, you're pregnant. And she's like, and she starts crying, breaking down. And they're like, oh my God, is it not your husband? <laughs> like, she's like, yes, but I'm 42. It's my husband's, but I'm not supposed to be pregnant. <laughs> Brian had to go get her from there. She's so distraught. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that's the first question that they ask you? Is it not your like husband's? This is well, she started like crying that. right away because she was five months pregnant or something like that when she found out. She just thought she was couldn't keep her weight down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's COVID weight. Just keep backing off. It's COVID weight. Yeah, she thought she was in COVID weight thing, but oh my God, could you imagine? No, no, I cannot, like at all. That is insane. I'm just so happy they're good. Like, I, you know, you guys are so close. And then I know Stephanie and Brandy went through what they went through, and then they found their way back, which was so awesome to see. Like, I can't even imagine how it was for you when Stephanie was going through that with Brandy and not having her bestie and like, you know, I just, I can't even imagine like the stuff that you, I feel, I was talking to another a husband and I was like, I can't imagine what you have to get at the end of the night. Like they're on the front lines dealing with it, but then guess who they come back to? Well, she's got a friend named Trey and another friend named Hunter, and they love to talk and go on walks and talk about all this stuff. 
So I don't hear as much about it. She's all the gossip and all the craziness they take care of usually before I get home. And then she's a therapist named Lori. That's really an interesting kind of almost a clairvoyant type of therapist. That's always telling her how the future is going to be and stuff. And so she's, uh, we we don't talk about as much as you think. We, you know, honestly, I get home and I'm like, she'll start telling me, and I'm like, that's nothing, you know. And then we'll compare. Then we'll do that bad marriage thing where who had the worst day, and you know, <laughs> and, and which isn't productive for anybody. But you know, we're both trying to figure out who had the worst day, and and you know, so she does a lot of her. T- she spends a lot of time with, uh, tr- especially Trey, and they're really close, and they see each other almost every day, and when something happens they'll i'll get all riled up about it but by the time i get home there they're calm travis you owe those three a lot of alcohol like (laughs) thank you thank you thank you hey i need to talk about you though you talked about it and i wanted to get to it holman inc what you have done did i read correctly 10 over 10 million lockers yeah we've done um we're doing i mean we're doing a lot we're doing Right now we're doing about 4,000 a week boxes. So about uh, 12,000 doors a week, openings oh. a week. So we're doing really well, but we're making a good product and stuff. And we're using a lot of it to help help people back. We're, we're uh, you know, more impressed with the platform we've created to, to be able to help people and, and give back and do our part, which has been good. But, you know, it all, it all comes together. The giving back, doing all that stuff brings different types of people in your organization, which leads to higher growth, which puts you back and do more. So it's a perpetuating cycle and COVID we kept everybody employed and, and got everybody through with full pay and, you know, cost me some money definitely, but you know, I'm real proud of what we're doing there. And it's just been great. It's been, Holman's been great. And having Stephanie and the platform of Ross wives of Dallas kind of help out. doesn't really help with business so much, but it's really helped with the charity aspect and it's helped with recruiting people to the company. You know, we're business to business, so LA Fitness doesn't care. Equinox doesn't care. <laughs> right. Who Stephanie right. is, but, um, you know, but the people that are, that are giving, that are doing, the people that want to come work for you, care about it. Yeah, that's where we're really blessed. That's so freaking awesome. I mean, you're, some of those locker rooms, are you kidding? The, the Bears, Louisville, I mean, I'm huge in the sport. So like I was, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't say this cause I'm a huge Buckeye fan, but your Rutgers one, shit, yes. that is amazing. We try to do the Buckeyes, but they have to buy, they've got a thing where they need to buy from a uh, local. Oh, cause they redid their oh. locker room. And the guy that did their locker room was a, was a guy I knew cause we sold him some parts and um, he just never built lockers before. So they didn't get a great locker room, but. Maybe next time they can figure out how to buy from out of state. Travis, can you please promise me if you ever do the Cleveland Browns or the Ohio State Buckeyes that I can be there in some sort of capacity? Oh, my gosh. So you're an Ohio girl, huh? Oh, my. No, no, no. I'm like freaking. I'm from Ohio. I'm like sports are like my jam. You know, you have I will promise you when we're, if we're doing that, I will call you up. <gasps> we do stuff all the time. I'm sure we're going to do something out there. That is so, I mean, you, what you're doing for that company is so freaking amazing. I mean, I was reading more about it. It's just insane. Okay. <laughs> listen, are you down to play a game real quick? Sure. Okay, it. Travis. It is called That's How I Like It. <laughs> I'm going to ask you Two options about Stephanie, and you pick one or the other. 
Okay, go. Okay, that's how I like it. Boobs or butt? I'm boobs. Boobs. Eyes or smile? You know, it's always eyes. I've one thing, every girl I've ever dated in my life has beautiful eyes. I've never, it's the kryptonite. So it's always eyes. Love that. Okay, cooks or cleans? <laughs> I had to ask that. I had to ask that. I don't think she's ever cleaned anything. <laughs> I don't I don't think she knows what the vacuum is. Um, so it's gotta be cooks. She cooks, she's a good cook, but yeah, cleaning is <laughs> <laughs> not her deal. <laughs> it is not her deal. No. By the way, what would happen if you gave her like a vacuum cleaner? For a gift. I don't know if she know what to do. Oh, she'd be pissed. <laughs> oh, pissed is a gift. Oh, she'd be mad. She'd be, I don't know if she knows what one is. I don't think she's ever turned it on. Okay, last one is how I like it. Role playing in real life or role playing in the bed? I'd rather role play in the bed, but it's more role playing in real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's how you like it with Travis. All right, Travis. Thank you so much. Where can they find you online, on social, and anything going on? Instagram, it's just Travis Holman. Twitter, it said Travis Holman. Facebook, I think I'm just Travis. I'm Travis Holman everywhere. Okay. So there's, I don't, I think that's just it. You're the best. But, this was so awesome. I had the best thank, time. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. This. Have fun. Tell Stephanie we said hi. And go get drunk. I will. Thank you so much for listening to Sidepiece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.